Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. We really hope your day is more filled with love and less filled with Super Bowl commercial conversations. We're looking at a fila, talking Ford and AI, you know, because Ben's over there and we're talking AI. Why wouldn't we? Let's go. Ben, how are you this morning? Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm awesome. Yeah. Immediately after this, guess what I'm What'd you say? I said immediately after this, guess what I'm doing? Uh, no, couldn't have a clue. Couldn't tell you. I'm going to tell you because I know my wife is not listening. I'm going to go and nail Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah. No one tell her. I read an article this yeah. morning where it was like more people set uh, alarms for Valentine's Day reminders than like anything else in life. Like, make sure and schedule the, you know, the thing at night and pick up the stuff and do, like, it's the, it is the one day that alarms are just like, reminders, right? So. I got, I have it in my calendar. There you go. I should, what I need to do is put it like a week ago. That would have been smarter. Right. Yes. Instead of the day of, you're like, ah! (laughs) No, we, uh, so we're, uh, we're like, we, you know, we got the three kids. It's a, it's a week night. And so it's a little bit different in, in the Mount Seer family. We kind of like, we chill it out. We do a little bit of a family meal, you know, maybe like zhuzh that up a little bit. Um, yeah. It's just kind of a, it's Valentine's is a family affair these days for us. So hundred percent. This yeah. is the first year I think we'll be familying it, but you still gotta, you can't, can't let off the gas too much. You know what yep. I mean? You gotta, gotta do a little something, something. So, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Hey Ben, yeah, this morning, here? this morning, the first time ever we put a date and a location in the daily email for a SoduCon. Uh, so we made it like official, official. We said it here on the show, but we put it in the email. So like we can't turn back now. September 25th through the 27th in Ooh. Baltimore for a SoduCon. We're throwing down. It's coming at it again. Let's go. So we'll Let's have uh, right now at SoduCon.com is kind of like going through a whole shift and we're moving stuff around and we're trying to make space for all the new things. So uh, we'll make sure and let everyone know exactly when that's coming. Uh, but speaking of new things... Oh, I got all the things and stuff and, you know, trigger pads. It's not my normal thing to do trigger pads. But Sony Honda Mobility uh, Project has launched under the brand name Afila. Or at least that's the best way I can say it. And they are projecting 10-year lease options. Executives say they're in this for the long haul. And they're not Mm. looking to just experiment with to test the waters and it seems like they're asking for customers to be in for the long haul as well uh have did you see the car throw it up again just real quick if you're watching the video stream you can kind of see uh the way it looks it really looks like a concept car but it's actually the car that they're saying is is going to come to life at this point with video uh capacities installed in it and gaming capacities yeah ben i mean i won (laughs) First take is Afila. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You know, here's that sounds like a game you pay a lot of money for someone to come up with and you shouldn't have. Yeah. Personally. I feel like there has to be some story behind that. I didn't do the Afila? research on it. <laughs> okay. It's uh, well here. Here's the, if, if you go to the website, it says mobility that people can feel as an intelligent entity. 
mobility that people can feel in mm. society through new technology that that can feel people to create and nurture this new relationship of feela has already begun. So I, I think they just like put, you know, A's. Oh, A on the, oh, look at this. They see that. Okay, Ben, we're doing a little research right now. Three yeah, yeah. A's, autonomy, augmentation, and affinity. So there's this wrapping it in the A's and then throw the feel in the middle. It sounds like, like some eighth grader was like, what do you need your name to be? Oh, it's going to be yeah. about feeling and A's. Okay, we'll throw those up on a on a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 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 big uh, talking point on this is that they are really leaning into the software side of things. They want to provide mobility services for the future, but they also want to change not just the hardware but the software side of the automotive retail business. Uh, you know, things like citing, hey, there's going to be uh, you know video games to play or videos to watch when you're maybe sitting there waiting for your vehicle to charge so it's really a tech forward kind of idea but uh, uh, agreed it's uh it's a name that kind of uh makes a feel a, a little different you know what i'm saying on the, you know? on the flip on the flip okay <laughs> what i would say 10-year lease sounds a lot like a new way to say subscription right yes. and the thing i've always kind of like been a proponent of is is sort of this retail is trying to become SaaS. SaaS is trying to become fintech fintech trying to become crypto thing I don't know if fintech's really trying to become crypto anymore just because of recent events. But well, recent, I mean, it's it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah. I, oh, dude, I think it will. I mean, I don't think it's gone. Right. I think you know if you if you look at the sort of valuation arbitrage of that, why do people do this? Well, retail has a low valuation multiple on the revenue. SaaS has a higher. Fintech has a higher. Crypto has the highest. Well, did. Um, and so, you know, positioning themselves in this sort of subscription economy yep. or whatever, you know, that, that does change the sort of outcome of what people, investors might think of dollar for dollar, pound for pound of what that company's worth. Yep. So I think that's actually a cool move. Well, Don't Sony, I mean, they, they have mentioned multiple times that over the air updates are going to be regular elements. I mean, you know, you look at Apple, like they come out with venture and then two months later, it's like, here's point one, here's, you know, and, and it's just content. It's, it's not like they have to make a big announcement. It's just over the air update after over the air update. The question is, can the hardware, can the actual vehicle keep up with, you know, a 10 year ownership period when average ownership periods are still under 3.6, I think. Um, and how much of their chip do they own? You know what I mean? Like right. Android is pretty much their operating system for Sony uh, phones, right. right? So if that's an inclination, their software is sort of outsourced to open source. And then you have their chips are all uh, Snapdragon chips in the Android phone. Right. So I'm guessing they're partnering with like NVIDIA or something like that to, to for the car. Yes. So it's sort of this weird like, you know, whereas you compare it with like a Samsung, Samsung just recently got rid of some of their chips, but they have own a lot of their silicon, right? Apple owns a lot of their silicon. Yep. Uh, Tesla owns a lot of their silicon. So I feel like the the advantage is to those that are uh, owning their supply chain more as opposed to outsourcing. So it'll be interesting to see what those guys do, yep. do there too. It, it will be interesting, especially because I, I also, I, we didn't have this in the show, but it seems, it sounds like Apple has, uh, allowed some test drives in a prototype model, so uh, maybe we can maybe we can grab that tomorrow and and I and might actually switch it. to Apple if the car is dope. Right, I've been diehard Android. Well, it's it's like Paul Paul always says he's like, yo, if if Tesla came out with a phone, 
I'm probably buying a Tesla and the phone, right? Because like this yeah. integrated life cycle and, and ability to hand off type things. Um, yeah, you probably get Starlink, satellite, exactly. internet, wherever, you know. Wherever, wherever you're driving, exactly. Coverage yes. on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like he's like, send a car into space. If you land on Mars, you're good. Not a problem. Right? That's the Verizon guy all over again. <laughs> well, yeah. a little less far from Mars, uh, we've got uh Ford in Europe and Michigan. We're gonna take a little track around that. Uh the company has plans to slash two twenty three hundred jobs in Germany, thirteen hundred in the UK and two hundred elsewhere in Europe. Uh this is this news comes shortly after in Q four they were uh they announced to be down eleven billion billion dollars year over year. Uh, Farley saying, I don't just want to make the output the cuts without redesigning the work. This has to be sustainable. And now and that's how we're thinking about it nowadays. So thinking about sustainable work as job cuts come, you know, even meta, there was a financial report saying, hey, we've got all these job cuts, but we haven't had budgets yet. And so aligning budgets with people is is just the new economy. And especially like you see, you see Ford kind of following like we were just talking about the sassification of vehicles, um, Ford starting to following, you know, tech companies in the way that they're laying off people, realigning their focus on technology as opposed to vehicle hardware. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a couple of things there too, is like in Europe, it is way higher, harder to, to just sort of lay people off. Yep. You have to, by law, generally prove that, that you're not going to hire that position again for like at least a year, I think it is that you're like that, that position truly is going away. So the redesign of work thing probably has a lot to do with that too. It was like an angle. Um, And then on the other flip of it, it's like, well, as we're starting to move into EVs and subscription and all these like new business models, it's also very believable. Like, you know, we talked about at the tier three level, how the service guy is probably going to be more like a Best Buy geek squad kind of guy. And less of like a, you know, gearhead oil change wrench monkey dude. Absolutely. And so like, you know, you can kind of see it just up and down, up and down the train. Yep. Well, they are laying off 2,300 in Europe, but they're bringing on the, uh, the capacity to employ 2,500 in the States. Uh, oh. They have partnered with a, uh, a, um, foreign company to start their Blue Oval Battery Park in Michigan. Uh, It is about 100 miles west of Detroit and will open in 2026. Uh, And they will be building uh, lithium ion phosphate uh, cells there and and enough in one year to power 400,000 E. So uh, it, it's clear that the realignment of job capacity is focused on EV materials and an EV future for Ford. So that really, it's just like, it's just a switch going, hey, we're just going to move. Dude, it's also back to the supply chain. It's onshoring. Yep. Um, you know, if you think about uh, fragility, right? Like the more optimized something is, the more fragile it gets. And that's when we experience the breakdown of the supply chain like the very beginning of COVID, super optimized supply chain, brittle as hell, right? Yep. And yep. so this is actually awesome because, you know, like you bring things in, you own more of it, and you let have less dependencies on others. I love it. Well, speaking of owning more of something and less dependency on others. Stop. Segway. Time. 
If anybody's been around LinkedIn, uh, you've seen myself and Ben talking a lot about ChatGPT and Bard as as uh, places where businesses and individuals can go to create efficiencies uh, through copywriting or creating code or any level uh, of of writing or learning. Uh, an AI copywriter, writer, the actual name is writer, has been training language model options for enterprise businesses. So as opposed to where ChatGPT and Bard and Google's tool are being trained on uh, billion millions and then now billions of interactions across all of the web. Uh, this writer has been trained specifically on business copy and business interactions, financial reporting, annual reports, all of that across the internet. They've got three sizes. The, the, the model is called Palimra, uh, and it has three sizes for businesses to use anywhere between 128 million interactions all the way uh, all the way to 20 billion parameters for small base and large businesses. Um, but the really, really key thing here, and I think this is the thing that I want to lean into, is it actually allows you to own your brand's voice, which, which Ben, you've been talking about a lot, that uh, brands that don't have a, a clear voice when utilizing ChatGPT will actually detract from their overall brand voice if they don't insert okay. that in. And so I think this is, this is like a solution for business brands in, uh, in particular. Yeah, it's almost like, um, it's like inception level almost because you're using AI to eventually, like if you're using it for SEO, for example, then you're using it on a publicly available website that will get scraped by Bard or ChatGPT and then like kind of reverberate, right? Like, so you're yep. almost using AI to talk to the other AI and like maybe gain some relevance there. I think there's like a big, uh, anybody that's at home listening, if you go to, uh, if you're not familiar with ChatGPT, whoa, come on, uh, go to chat.openai.com. And like, try and ask it, if you have Twitter, for example, hey, who is, and I can put like at Ben Hadley, and it'll be like, you're a UK or Australian developer that's like, that like likes to bake cakes. It like completely has no idea who I am. Right. Right. Yes. But if I go in and ask it to write an article about, you know, asparagus, but I pretend like you're Elon Musk it'll sound exactly like we'd all expect Elon Musk yes. to sound. And so like that to me is the new SEO, the, the ability to have your brand reflected through the eyes and through the uh, uh, typing of AI and the output of AI. Um, so this is really cool. It also gives you a signal of how important your data is going to be. Yeah. So this is like um, we talk about first party data in in auto all 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 the time. And there's kind of two sets of first party data. One is your brand's data, what you yes. how you talk, how you believe, how how your financial history and, and annual reports look. And then there's your customer data. And this is leveraging that first part, which is your brand's data. Totally. And if you're if you're really thinking about like, hey, I'm a dealership, I have no brand. All I do is sort of like you know, drop my price and try to sell cars. Like this is the moment where you're going to want to pivot and start having a brand identity because this is going to be key in the future to, to maintain relevance on these new platforms. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, it's interesting because like, let's just say you took all of your training documents and your reports and your financial reports and maybe some executive emails and uploaded those 
you know, executive level email communications and uploaded those into this language model and then started to see how it writes based on all of those inputs, you might actually start to see whether or not you like your brand, right? You're, you're going to yeah. go, oh, I like that. Oh, that's that's not who that's we're us. trying to, to be. So that's we need to mirror. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's Ooh. a great mirror. And and then like the the general output is if you like your brand, now you've got a way to start generating content that's unique because what's cool is this, when you train this model, it doesn't train anyone else's model. It only trains yours. It's a completely closed system once you Sweet. train it, uh, which is really dope. And it also has integrations like Google Docs, Chrome, Word, Outlook, all of the systems that a lot of businesses use already, um, as well as its self-sufficient model. So um, I think this is, this is like if a business... Uh, is not paying attention to this and they've got clean a clean apis great documentation on that as well so it's not just user-based um hey watch out for the way that this this starts to express a brand that'd be super helpful if you were like running i don't know like a website on like a i don't know composable like website or something that'd oh something cool like too. that something like that yeah. you happen to know or thing or two i know a guy <laughs> you know a guy you know a guy awesome well hey look that's all the time we have for today we took a little trip around EVs, jobs, and even some AI with my good friend, Ben Hadley. Thanks for joining us this morning. Go uh, try some of these thoughts and ideas out. Uh, might serve you.